Former Trump immigration official Stephen Miller joins me to explain how Biden's open borders are far more dangerous than most of us understand. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, we'll talk midterms and another Trump run for the White House. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltechWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance that the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzalez battle flag are signs of militia violent extremism? Well, Senator, I, I'm not familiar with the particular document you have behind you, uh, and I'm not in the practice of trying to comment on documents that I haven't uh, recognized, but I will tell you that when we put out intelligence products, including ones that reference symbols, which we do across a wide variety of contexts, we usually uh, make great pains take great pains to put uh, caveats and warnings in the document that make clear that a symbol alone is not considered evidence of violent extremism. Uh, Uh, That's Anthony Ray, who is a liar. I don't, I mean, I'm just, so what else can I say? Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here. Because there's a li- they're using threat tags with their case management system, just like the same way that they were saying parents were domestic terrorists. I mean, so Project Veritas had this great pull this up. I had it up here just a second ago. They had um, this. It's a, an amazing story about how you have the Gadsden flag and at uh, like actual FBI documentation showing that this stuff is happening. And they are labeling Gadsden flags as terrorists. I mean, we, they leaked the Bureau's Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide on Militia Violent Extremists. Now, they said that under the symbols category of the document, quote-unquote 2A, Second Amendment, is listed with the following explanation... MVEs justify their existence with the Second Amendment due to the mention of a well-regulated militia as well as the right to bear arms. They said that revolutionary war imagery like the Gadsden flag, which is a military authorized flag, by the way, the Betsy Ross flag are cited under the document in are cited in the document under commonly referenced historical imagery or quotes. 
this is a lot like what the what happened when Jay Nixon was governor of Missouri back in 08 when and I was a story that I broke on Missouri Highway Patrol working with Jay Nixon and they had the Gadsden flag listed as a symbol of potential domestic terrorism a military authorized it's like an actual military flag they have all kinds of stuff in here they had um uh, any warrior culture it's wild warrior culture any kind of revolutionary war imagery anything like that i mean they have all this in here absent interestingly enough is any kind of antifa flag or fist any blm in, in imagery anything like that When they were the cause of billions of dollars of damage over the course of a year. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's uh, really interesting. Hmm. So no, uh, nothing like that. I mean, it's not. that's not on here at all. I'm looking at it. It's not on here at all. No. I said Anthony Ray. Chris Ray is his name. I don't know why I said Anthony. I was thinking of Blinken for a second. I was thinking of Anthony Blinken. No, Christopher Ray. And he's just, I don't know, I'm just, this is just my job at the FBI. I don't know what, what we're doing. <laughs> it's their actual, they, and, they, and they said that it's, it's their, I mean, it is their actual documentation, Domestic Terrorist Symbol Guide. Um, not quite sure how, I mean, it's just wild to me. They have the most common phrases and references Oh, yeah, that's, you know, uh, they have all that. Well-regulated American militia is a common phrase. They have all that in there. They said, uh, oh, man, it's just ridiculous. This is our government in action. Yay. They said that they, they document also refers to Ruby Ridge and Waco. And even Timothy McVeigh. Please do not put all three of those things together. Do not even. Oh my gosh. This is, you know, maybe this is why you had so many terrorists able to get through and do some sketchy stuff. Like down the road from where we are, the one guy who apparently was on the watch list went and took a church hostage or took a temple hostage. I mean, it's, that's crazy. But this, it really, it reminds me of, uh, totally reminds me of that back in 08. With the Gadsden flag and the Obama truth squads with ads and all that during the general election. You remember all those things? So not only have they been referring to parents as domestic terrorists, but apparently if you support, you know, any of these things. I feel like that one meme where it's Ashton Kutcher and that 70s show and he can't go into a gymnasium because the sign says, oh, you can't bring in knives or guns or anything. And he's like, I have all these things. (laughs) This is so, so dumb. This is so dumb. But yeah, that's what they they have. They have the uh, yeah any kind of anarcho capitalist flag, the Punisher skull. You realize that that's used by SEALs, right? Operatives, the Punisher skull. See, so like the people who've done more heavy lifting than the people who made this stupid insipid list. Yeah. Our government in action, folks. Jeez, that's uh, violent extremism. Where where what violent extremism have you seen? No Antifa flag on here. No fist. None of the fist stuff. You don't see that on here at all. Nowhere. Mm -mm. Now, in the meantime, FBI Director Ray says the agency guys 
is going to aggressively pursue the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. You mean the thing that he had for a year before Trump was before before the election, before 2020? That the laptop that he had already had for a year that they said that they didn't have and that there was that it was all Russian disinformation. But I thought it was Russian disinformation, though. Wait a minute. How do you how can you pursue and investigate the thing that you said was Russian disinformation? I'm so confused, Kane. With Trump, it was all the speculation and they opened up all the investigations. And now with Hunter, we have all the evidence and they're Mm. sweeping it under the rug. I just want to bask in the ridiculousness of all of this. It, it, like they're only he's had it for he's had it for a year before this. I don't I don't none of this. Mm-mm. Now, with the I mentioned this earlier, there were four officers in the Brianna Taylor raid who were charged with cover up of unlawful conduct. Mayor Garland announced this today. Mm. He said that. They met in a garage where apparently they agreed to tell a false story. The New York Post has more. They said that four of them were hit with federal charges and that uh, the federal charges, they said that they they alleged that members that that they of the federal charges announced today alleged that members of the place based investigation unit falsified the affidavit used to obtain the search warrant of Taylor's home. And that they're accused of, it was a so-called no-knock search warrant. I'm just curious because these same people support red flag law. So that's like the same thing. You can, you know, just, um, wow. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So horrible news yesterday came out. It was like late yesterday when this happened. Um, U.S. representative from Indiana, Jackie Walorski, and three others were killed in an automobile accident. And apparently it was her and two other members of her staff, including, well, a member of her staff and also a district director. Apparently the district director uh, was also going, would have been responsible for helping to pick a temporary replacement for her. Uh, she had won her primary uncontested, so just just horrific. Uh, but it came out, there was a little bit of conflicting information as to exactly what happened. First, it was said that another car crossed the line and impacted her car, and then it was her car that ended up, that was the car that crossed the line. So there was, there was some conflicting information there. Uh, but just horrific, horrific news all around. Uh, Kentucky brewery thief. This is crazy. Uh, he was hit, he was hit by a thief, and the owner was told to wait for a week for police to begin their investigations. The owner of this brewery who was robbed said that the police were going to have to, the headlines just horribly written, and I would fire whoever wrote it. Uh, they said that the brewery was robbed and the owner had to wait for a week for the police investigation to begin. $17,000 in damage. That's, I mean, they and apparently tried to get in through the front glass. They said they had a hurricane glass there, so he wasn't able able to actually get in. But man alive, just just... That's why this is crazy a week. 
This happened in Irving, Texas. I remember this story. An Egyptian father is going on trial because he murdered his two daughters in his taxi cab in 2008 in honor killings because they had gotten too westernized. Yasser Saeed, 65, an Egyptian-born cab driver who lived with his family in Irving, Texas, shot his daughters on New Year's Day in 2008. His daughters, 17-year-old Sarah and 18-year-old Amina, were found dead after Sarah frantically called the cops and said her father had shot her. And Saeed vanished after his daughter's bodies were found. He was on FBI's most wanted list for the following years. He was being harbored by his brother and son, like 30 miles from the scene of the killing. So he was eventually found. And they're not, for some reason, they're not, their prosecution's not seeking the death penalty. I think he should be horrifically and slowly executed. Uh, But he would automatically get a life sentence if convicted. So maybe I could add to some prisoners' commissaries if they decided, you know, to have some prison justice on this guy. Ron DeSantis suspends Soros-funded Democratic Florida prosecutor because the prosecutor didn't do his job. He was refusing to prosecute cases on late-term abortions and child sex changes, abuse of children with hormone treatment, unnecessary hormone treatment. So that that's great that DeSantis did this. Good for him because he's getting rid of a guy who's not doing his job. So I was looking at this story about, and I I don't know why they say millennials, because so much of this looks like what so many people, period, could identify with. They said that they were asking people what they thought were signs of wealth when they were growing up, from a fridge with an ice dispenser to buying real butter, or to sadly parents who were still together. And it was really interesting. We were talking a little bit about this. Like some people said having actual real Kool-Aid or Pop-Tarts instead of the unbranded versions you know sitting down to eat you know with your with your family or eating out at a restaurant like maybe more than maybe once a month um that i mean it's really interesting when you see like if people had a somebody had a piano or if like any bedroom in the you know of another person's house that they had a bathroom in it that was considered you know like really uh really expensive really rich it's just it's interesting like the big somebody goes when someone walked in with the big crayola box with the built-in sharpener hell yes that is true because i legit remember being told by my mom why would we buy this one when we could just buy one that's like way more affordable i totally remember that remember that Yeah. yeah what was it for you um i think it was like converse high tops mm. like those were and by the way you never tied them back then you just put them on and they were just loose and your heels would flop out every now and again i think like trapper keepers too oh, like yeah. i think i looked at trapper keepers like you know at at one point when i was young it's like man i i want one of those and then worked to keeper. actually buy one um yes yeah, that's or, or having an extra refrigerator like if Ooh, you have you like had, the big freezer yeah. in the in the garage yeah. yeah 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 if you had an extra one of those you know one in the kitchen one in the garage or, or one in the basement or something yeah that was like wow bougie that was way i remember when we got a dvd player oh yeah and i yeah or when i remember too you remember the day that you stopped having the big floor televisions yes anybody who didn't have a big floor television or the big giant big screen, which was a huge yeah, box remember? of it a was, TV. Yeah, it was it like was huge. It was a red, green, and yellow light thing that just would shine up onto the screen, mm-hmm. and it was a big old screen. And you were like, "Man, how do you 
That's so wealthy. That's how, yeah. How are you purchasing these items? Are you a drug dealer? Is this so your people are rich. Steve, what was it for you? What was the thing that made you, what, what did you look at and be like, oh man, these people are rich. I was just thinking about this. So like, you know, when you had cable and like, I would say before like 2004, it was like anywhere between 60 and 100 channels. And then mm-hmm. they, someone introduced digital cable and then you could go from like 100 to 700. So I used to go yeah. to my friend Keenan's house after school because he'd have like the 340 channel. And I could see channels that I didn't have. It was just Nickelodeon and then like the basic stuff at my house where I could go over there and watch like Disney. And I was yes. like, whoa, I never had the Disney channel yet. That's yeah, that was fancy. Somebody having Disney. That was fancy, man. You remember when M2, MTV2 came out? I'm like, wait a minute. You've got regular MTV and also the second one. That is fancy. That's super fancy. Or, uh, yeah, if people had a, the, for whatever reason, it stuck out of my mind. If your microwave was over your stove, I thought you were fancy. I don't know why I thought that. Like, but I, I legit was like, you, they've got a whole microwave right above their stove. That's amazing. That and um, if you had more, like if you had a, a garage where you could foot, foot, uh, fit two cars in it, right. two car garage, there's like weird things, you know? More than one bathroom? Yeah, more than one bathroom. Ooh, dude, if you had more than one bathroom, you were wealthy in my eyes. If you had a pool. I don't care if it was in or above ground. If you had a pool, yep. I thought you were rich as all get out. Yep. Isn't it? I mean, it's it's like little things like that. That's what sticks in kids' minds. But yeah, for real, the 64 Crayola box with the built-in sharpener. Oh, dude, the ability to actually purchase more than one book from a weekly reader. Dude, that's a sign of Richie richiness right there. Let's kick it into some Florida man, shall we? It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> It's time for Florida Man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, this woman was having herself a party in Titusville, Florida. A woman with an open bottle of Jack Daniels, everybody's friend, was it was in a bag, too. Whiskey in a bag. Sidebar. That's a great punk restaurant. Whiskey in a bag. Just, you know. Was, she was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while three sheets to the wind. I now I they have not given her name. She's 58 years old. She was arrested uh, at night. It, this happened over the weekend. It's out coming out now on Saturday night on the shoulder of I-95. She's got misdemeanor charges of disorderly intoxication in a public place and resisting an officer without violence. So according to the Florida Highway, I'm not laughing at the I am, but I'm not. According to the Florida Highway Patrol report, a semi truck driver spotted her. Dude, she was in the center lane with her little golf cart on I-95. Right there, Space Coast. And the driver said, this is according to the report, quote, advised that she observed the driver of the golf cart passing out while driving. The, now, this is some talent. Listen to this next line. The truck driver used her semi to gently steer the golf cart to the shoulder of the interstate. Dude, how can we give this this truck driver? And she's a woman driver too. Can we give this female truck driver an award because the, dang? So after this this heroic truck driver, the semi driver gently steered the golf cart to the shoulder because she was in the middle lane. She got the keys of the golf cart. The woman was trying to drive away, but the truck dri- the truck driver overpowered her. Troopers arrived. The woman started arguing with them. She's like, "I need my bag." 
And that's when they found that Jack Daniels, Tennessee far. And <laughs> she's in trouble. But I got to tell you, man, the real MVP here is that truck driver. How do you gently, I'd accidentally smushed her. How do you gently steer her? I'm, you know, I don't even know, man. I, all right, let me get, um, oh man, I got a couple. Oh, okay. If you're ever in a fight, whatever you do. Don't do what this guy did. A naked 46-year-old man from Sebastian was arrested because he threw an urn at a victim and fractured their nasal cavity. An urn. And it had, yes, someone's ashes in it. It did. Scott Anthony Cornwell was involved in... I don't know who the defendant is or the victim is. They don't name her. It just said she... Uh, she was involved in an argument with Scott Anthony Cornwall, and it was a verbal altercation, and it escalated, according to the affidavit. So Cornwall began throwing random stuff at her, and then he grabbed this urn, which contained a family member's ashes, and threw it at her. So hit her in the face, fractured her nose, and he was charged with aggravated battery. I was wondering, so his bond was set at 3500 He posted bail, but... You're, I mean, how, isn't there like another charge or something involving someone's ashes? Yeah. Isn't, like, I remember we had a Florida Man story that had something to do with that. Because it's not the first time we've had an urn throwing story. Yeah, dude, like, don't, like, maybe just stop and go, oh, wait, not that. And pick something else. I'm just, I mean, don't throw anything, you know, period. But, oh, I don't know if I want to do this one. <sighs> A woman went into a Dunkin' Donuts and touched all the donuts. And then when police showed up, she punched the deputy. Yeah, Collier County, Dunkin' Donuts. A woman was causing a scene. Brandy Koffel was, she's 40, but dude, dude, I need you all. And by everyone on radio staff, look at this woman's face. And you tell me that you think she's 40 years old. That she's, she was arrested. She was also like skunk drunk, dude. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Former Trump immigration official Stephen Miller joins me to explain how Biden's open borders are far more dangerous than most of us understand. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Miller also details how his America First Legal Foundation is suing the CDC for conspiring to stifle free speech. And I'll explain why Biden giving IDs to illegal immigrants is a horrible idea. Join me. Follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.